Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Now, y'all know how much we are fans of digital planning, but for some of you, it might still be something that you are battling with whether or not it's right for you. So in this episode, we want to give you the five benefits for becoming a digital planner. But first, let's hear a time-sucking hurdle from Anthony. Anthony says... I am a first-year teacher, and this year was very challenging. On top of behaviors and meetings, I've had a really hard time planning out my lessons. I hate the process of planning out pages and pages of detailed lessons. I've also tried sticky notes, but between changes that need to be made, my lessons are, as you both say, a hot mess. (laughs) Any advice on how to make lesson planning easier so I know what I am doing from day to day? Well, Anthony... You're in luck because we would definitely say that to check out digital planning. And I know that this is something that I I feel as though a lot of people are hesitant to get into, um, but hopefully this episode will really, really help you. And I also think that, Michelle, you remember like when we were going through college, how they would make you write those like extended like lesson plans from the moment of like the teacher will say this the teacher will do this the students will say this do you remember that oh it is burned into my brain and those were so unrealistic and that's why I always say like college doesn't prepare you for the realities of teaching and Mm -hmm. I know there are some teachers that do have to submit lesson plans and I feel for you because I just personally would never want to work at a school that requires that. I, I think it's a waste of everyone's time. Agreed. So unless you have certain stipulations coming at you from admin where you have to write a certain amount for your lesson plans and observations are different. I get it if you right. have to write detailed ones for that. Otherwise, don't feel like you have to write out super detailed lesson plans. You need to write them as detailed as you need them to be in order to mm-hmm. follow them. And that's why I never wrote out like lesson plans. It was more so my slides. And then I just used my planner to keep track of what lessons within the unit I was teaching each day. Yeah, I did something a little bit similar, except I wasn't a Google Slides person. Although I feel like you would be proud because I am getting better at it. But for me, I would have um, a separate like unit planning Mm, that would allow me to go through and I would like detail out that specific unit. And I liked that because it gave me my why. It was like my end goal of what I was trying to achieve for that unit. So I did have somewhat of detailed plans, but it wasn't like college detail. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like it was like utilize this, read this, go through this activity, um, have students do this independently. And then I would just then in my digital planner, write like units two, lesson 1.3. Right. And then that would just give me an idea of, oh, this is what I'm doing today. Yes. Almost like your lesson plans were more just a list of steps that you were going to follow. Basically. As Mm -hmm. opposed to in college, I felt like it was more of a narration of what was going to take place, which who's got time to not only write that, but who's got time to read that? (laughs) No one. No one. Okay, so guys, it is May, and if you've been a listener for a long time, then you know that May is when we release our digital teacher planner for the next school year. We've been getting so many questions about this on Teachers Pay Teachers, through DMs, like through emails. Everybody wants to know. Guys, it's always May 1st. Always, always. (laughs) It does crack me up that we get asked, and it's always the same answer. Yeah. But... 
we know this might not be quite as exciting for you as it is for us. We always joke about how our digital planners are basically like our baby. And this is just like when someone has a baby and all they want to do is show you pictures of it all the time. And you're like, oh, so cute. But inside you're like, (laughs) yeah, I don't really care. But hear us out. There is good news for you too, because our planners are on sale 20% off for the first two weeks of May. So if you are listening to this episode right when it drops, you have the chance to snag a planner at this discounted rate. And we know that there are so many of you that are on the fence on whether you're a good fit for digital planning. So we want to give you the biggest benefits for what digital planning can do for you in this episode. We're going to jump right in. The first one is the ability to copy and paste. And this works whether you are using a tablet planner with an annotation app such as GoodNotes or the Google Slides planner. You have this handy dandy little feature called copy and paste. I put this in the notes in our you know, episode outline and Bridget was trying to sneak at my notes and she's like, what is that? She was sneaking. (laughs) I wrote in here, Bridget, do you remember, I call him the paperclip guy from Word documents. Yeah. The one that flew everywhere. Yes. He was so much (laughs) fun. You know what? We need to bring that back. Okay. If Google docs wants to just get rid of Microsoft Word for good, like they want to become the dominant force. They need their own version of the paperclip guy. Yes, for sure. But I remember learning like how to copy and paste like using him when I was in elementary school. (laughs) But the good news is if you use the planner year after year, you can copy information that stays the same each year, possibly like any login or account information you put in there, maybe your schedule, if you're lucky enough to have that stay the same. I felt like my schedule never stayed exactly the same. Never. There were always oh, no. shifts. Oh, no. But I don't anticipate mine staying the same either. True. I guess you just have to realize it's part of the program. But you can also copy information from previous years and use it as a template. So for example, you can copy over your beginning of the year plans from the year before. Of course, you may not do it exactly the same way, but because it is all digital, you can easily go in, make changes, and it kind of gives you something to reference and it's like a starting point, but it's so much easier than having to rewrite it all in a physical planner. So if this is your first year using a digital planner, you will be able to copy your plans from week to week. So even though you don't have anything to reference from the previous year, yet you will next year, but you can still plan out a week and then be able to copy that to the next week and use that as a template, which is a huge time saver. It's so nice. Huge time saver. So real quick, here is how you would utilize that copy and paste function within both different planners. Within Google Slides, you can copy and paste either just the text, like you can click and drag to highlight the text, or you can actually copy over full text boxes and images, all of those things. In order to do that, you can click and drag to select all of the text boxes at once, or click the first text box, hold down shift on your keyboard, and then click additional text boxes or images, right click, select copy, go to the new page, right click and select paste. Within the tablet version, we're going to give you the steps for GoodNotes because we are team GoodNotes. Yep. 
You can use the lasso tool to select everything you want to copy over, whether it's text you've written using the stylist or text that you've typed or images you've inserted. Once you've used the lasso tool to select them, just tap, select copy, go to the new page, tap and select paste. It's so easy. It what it makes me think of staples, right? The that was easy button. Did, oh, do you remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. I had a teacher in, oh gosh, I guess it was high school, maybe like ninth grade. Whenever we would take some form of a quiz or a test, he had a a Staples easy button and he would put it by the turn and bin. And if you thought it was easy, you would like tap the Staples button. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. (laughs) I really like that idea. So we are going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we are going to share the second benefit. We have an exciting announcement. We have a new baby. (laughs) Actually, we have twins. That's right. The new Google Slides and tablet digital planners for the 2023-2024 school year are now available. Hopefully we didn't freak you out too much with that announcement. But if you've listened for a while, you knew exactly what we meant when we said baby. Yeah. Now, thankfully, these planners actually take away stress instead of adding stress like a real baby does because you can download it now and start preparing for the next school year. Plus, speaking of school, our planners don't go to college, so they're very affordable. (laughs) But seriously, if you want to grab a digital planner, you can head over to teachingonthedouble.com slash store and choose your preferred style. And don't forget that we also have templates and stickers that you can add into your planner to make your baby even more beautiful. And now back to the episode. All right, we are back. And so the second benefit to digital planning is going to be linking to other files. Now, listen, we all have our lessons where we're pulling from lots of different resources. And to be honest, it's not conducive to have four to five giant books on your desk in order to teach a lesson. Although I started teaching in that era. <laughs> Do you, oh, were you. you, were you a part of that? No, no, that only was because <laughs> when I started teaching, we didn't really have like a curriculum. Okay. So the school that I was at, like we didn't necessarily need to use it, but man, I remember those giant teacher like manual like the spiral, books. spiral yes. bound. Yeah. Yes. And they were huge. I remember them being on my lap and like teaching my lesson. Aww. Oh, guys, takes me back to the day. I am getting old. <laughs> so having the ability to be able to link your resources to a digital piece is gonna be a huge time saver. So both our Google Slides and our tablet planner, if you're using GoodNotes, which is very, very exciting, guys. If you did not know, GoodNotes is now, like it now allows you to have links. Oh, I think they were listening to us for all these years and they were like, okay, we will finally give you the link ability, which is fantastic. We were begging for that. I know, but it does allow you to access everything quickly and easily through that one resource. So instead of having to spend 10 to 15 minutes, like every morning, opening up all your tabs and referencing your planner and typing in the URLs, 
you can now easily just open up your planner and then click the links and it's going to have it right there available for you. And going back to Michelle's benefit, you can reuse these sites and resources quickly and easily year after year. No need trying to like fumble through your planner and thinking, oh, what was that one site that I used last year? Like, I know that I do that all the time. I'm always thinking about what did I use? Because there are some really good sites that I would only use for one specific Mm -hmm. type of lesson. Do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So to do this in both Google Slides and GoodNotes, you have two options. One, you can insert the link just by like copying and pasting the URL. Now, these links can be really long, especially if you're using like a site that has so many different resources inside of it, and it takes up a lot of space inside of your planner. So if you don't want to do that option, you can do one that's a little bit more complicated, but I highly recommend it. And so what you do is you will type out a word or a phrase of what that resource is. So let's say it's like a text features map matching game. And then you're going to select the text. And then if you right click, you will be able to add a link to it. So then that link, you will just paste that URL in the spot where it allows you to add that link and it will automatically either turn a color or it will be underlined depending on what you're using. And then you can just click on that word or phrase that you've typed in and it will automatically take you there. It is the best thing ever and I am so excited that GoodNotes finally has this ability. Yeah, I always used the Google Slides version, so yeah. I've been able to link for a long time. But I know, show off. <laughs> I used to link to all my other Google Slides, like where I would actually teach my lessons from within my planner. And then I know we've shared this before and it's not in the mm-hmm. notes, but I'm going to quickly throw it in there again. If you are using the Google Slides planner, you have that sidebar. So in the bottom right corner of your screen, you'll have a little arrow that will pop out a side panel. Yeah. Within there, there is Google Keep. It looks like a little yellow sticky note with a light bulb. I would always create a Google Keep note and it would attach not only to that file of my digital lesson planner, but also to that specific slide. Mm -hmm. So it made it really easy to keep track of what week I was on. So all I had to do was from Google Keep, I would click, my planner would open up, and then that had the links to all of my different Google Slides for my lessons. Oh, so nice. Like it really, like people, I I don't know how else to say, like this becomes a huge time saver. It's the same type of time saver where like on your uh, Google Chrome where you can combine all of your tabs and then Mm -hmm. just with one click open up all those tabs every single morning. It's little things like that that just make everything so much more of a routine. You Mm -hmm. don't forget things. It just, it makes your day go so much smoother. Yeah, it does. It's one of those things where you spend time initially getting it set up, but it saves you time later. Yes, absolutely. So on to benefit number three, because we still got more for y'all. Number three is that it reduces clutter. Listen, we don't love the paper monster or really just clutter in general. It always makes me think of this quote from The Office. Michael Scott says something along the lines of, oh, a cluttered desk means a cluttered mind. And then he goes to start (laughs) to say, and an empty desk. And he realizes he's like, wait, means an empty mind. Like, that's not what I was going for. But clutter does impact our ability to stay focused because it leads to distractions. And recently I've reflected a lot about how we have interruptions. Those are like external forces. So a phone Mm -hmm. call or a notification, 
but a distraction is more so something coming from the inside. And typically we allow ourselves to get distracted. We allow ourselves to pick up our phone and scroll on social media. We allow ourselves to go on to Facebook and It's usually because the work we're doing is hard or we think like, oh, we just need a break, but really we're breaking our focus. Now, if you are interested in our thoughts of paper versus digital files, we have a full podcast episode. It is episode 171 titled Physical versus Digital Organization for Files, Pros and Cons to Consider. So go listen to that episode if you want to hear more of our thoughts on like having paper versus not. But keep in mind, having a digital planner makes it so you have everything in one place, which is kind of what Bridget was Mm -hmm. hitting on. But not only does that make it easier for you to like open all the things, it also means you have less papers surrounding your desk, surrounding your classroom that you're going to fiddle with or accidentally throw away or spill coffee on speaking from experience. Plus, it also makes it easier to make changes when you need to within your plans versus papers, because with the papers, you either have to like scribble on them, use whiteout or reprint them. And that takes a lot of time. And it also makes the whole planning process easier because you're only dealing with one file with those links to other files, as opposed to having, as Bridget mentioned, all of these books. And then that's easier to carry with you to meetings or take home if you need to. And I was thinking, Bridget, as you mentioned yours, I'm like, but there might be people who have a really dated curriculum where maybe they don't have digital copies of things. It literally is that big spiral bound teacher manual. My thought is you could just take a picture of the page of that manual Mm -hmm. that you need and insert it into the planner. I definitely would. I feel like that, again, it eliminates that paper and clutter. It makes it easier to reference. I don't know about copyright issues there, but we won't say anything, guys. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, lines get blurry sometimes with all of that. But to me, it's no different than if I was going to like make copies of the pages for like a substitute or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But in the next benefit, Bridget's going to chat more about taking it with you because I mentioned that that is a huge, huge time saver. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the fourth benefit is that it's accessible everywhere you go, right? There are definitely going to be times when you've wished that you've had your plans easy for you to access them. So whether you're in a meeting, collaborating with a teacher, or you're at home and you want, notice that I said the word want to revisit your plans, having a digital planner is the perfect solution to keeping your lessons at your fingertips. Now, our Google Slides planner is great because it's already stored online. And so as long as you have internet access, you can log into your account and access your planner, no matter what device you are using. Now, I know there is the whole, what is it, to use it offline or something? That freaks me out. I still can't (laughs) do it. Michelle has walked me through this multiple times, and I still have not been able to bring myself to utilizing that that feature. Mm, it's so hard. But if you are considering using a tablet version because you're like me and you like the ability to write using a pencil, then you will need to ensure that your device or app of choice, <clears throat> good notes, okay, is connected to the cloud. This gives you the ability to download the app on your computer and GoodNotes now has a beta version for Windows and Android. So I know I am so excited because if your school computer also, like me, is not a Mac, you now have the option to be able to connect your devices this way, which is just 
I cannot wait to play with this next year because we have, what do we have? Chromebooks? Dells? Something? I don't really know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really use it much. It just stays at school. I don't even bring it home. Um, But if you have that and you want to be able to access it either on your projector or your smart board, you have now have that ability. So whether you choose to do slides or tablet, the nice thing is, is that you can access everything without the feeling of you having to lug around all of your materials and resources. And just now, Bridget, when you mentioned being able to project it, it made me think about like collaborative planning and yeah. how if, if you have just a physical teacher planner, I know sometimes we would put them under the like document camera yeah. in yeah. order to project it, but it wasn't the most handy. Whereas if you have like a digital one, you could project yeah. it during my during meetings, which is really nice. Okay. On to our fifth and final benefit for this episode. I don't want to give the impression that this is the final benefit at all because there are more we could have gotten into, but you know, Mm -hmm. we chose the best for y'all. It is the fact that digital plans are more customizable. If there's anything teachers know, it's that every teacher plans so differently. If you've ever looked at another teacher's planner and you're like, how do you make sense of that? So whether it's due to requirements by your school or district, the curriculum that you use, or just your personal planning style, it's often nearly impossible to find a paper teacher planner in stores or online. When I say online, I mean like online shops that fit exactly what you need. I remember, Bridget, I don't know if you went through this phase. Did you have an Erin Condren I did planner? not have an Erin Condren. However, mm. I did have like, you know, the the rings where you would pop them in and out. Like yep. it was the one where you can add and remove pages. It was like the happy planner or something yeah, like that. something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I had seen these Erin Condren planners. They were really popular when I started teaching. And so during my first year, I spent like $75 on this paper planner. And then in addition to that, I ended up buying all of these like stickers to try to customize it. And I didn't realize, and I know it makes sense from a logistical standpoint, when you would get this planner, it wouldn't even be dated. You had these stickers for each day of the flipping year that you had to put in. (laughs) And then if you messed it up because you were looking at the calendar from like the wrong year, because I did this, then they were all in the wrong spot and you had to get new stickers in order to cover it. What Mm -hmm. a sham. Can I just say? Yeah. What a sham. So not only are our digital planners already dated, so you don't have to spend an hour of your life putting stickers in. That was just so absurd. Digital planners also give you more control in terms of customizing them. We designed our planner to be very simple for this reason. So the overall design, you know, is set in place, but because it is so simple, you can go in and add to it or cover things up in order to make changes. Plus, we even included like blank pages. Y'all know we have those colored pages at the end, which you can duplicate those and have as Mm -hmm. many as you want or add a plain, fully blank page anywhere you want in the planner. That way you can design your own templates as needed, or you can insert in templates like we have unit planning templates, lesson planning templates. We're going to have some more coming out. 
And those can be added into those pages to have kind of that more customizable feel versus a paper planner where you can't add more pages. Or even if you had the kind that Bridget had where you could pop open the rings, Mm -hmm. you are still limited by the size of those rings. And I know whenever I would fill things up like binders where it was too full, then it's all like lopsided and the pages get all warped and like it's not a it's not a good look. So I mentioned we have those detailed digital lesson planning inserts that you can put into the Google Slides or tablet version. So going back to the TSH, if you are the type of person that wants to write super detailed plans, you can just add additional blank pages behind that week and you can insert in those detailed lesson planning templates and be able to have that ability to write detailed plans. So think about some of those like cover-ups, almost like adding a Band-Aid to like cover up what you don't want to be there or, you know, like hanging something up in your room when you have to cover up posters around testing time and you just put a piece of paper over it. Mm -hmm. You can do that with digital planners. You can insert white rectangles to cover up parts that you don't need or want. You can use images to cover them up. Like there's plenty of options. You also can use digital stickers, which y'all know we have a ton of digital stickers in our store. But the great thing is they can be reused, unlike regular stickers, where once you purchase them and put them in your planner, that's it. With digital stickers, you make one purchase and you can use them again and again and again because they're technically just images that you are inserting. I feel like hopefully yeah. we've sealed the deal. I mean, for real. We, I, I really do hope we have. And you know, it's always so interesting. And I know we've gotten some emails from listeners and we've gotten people who have purchased our digital planners and they have created these like amazing templates. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that Michelle and I kind of have our own vision of what this digital planner should be like. But again, it goes to that piece of it's so customizable that you can really change it to anything that you want to change Mm -hmm. it to. And so if you find that you're like, oh my gosh, I really love how I've created this digital planner, share it with us. Like, Let us know. Tag Pocketful of Primary, the Lettered Classroom, Teaching on the Double. Tag all three of us so that way we see it and we can share it out to other listeners and our community people. So that way everybody gets a little bit of inspiration because sometimes you you just need to see what other people are doing in mm-hmm. order to feel inspired to be able to create your own so that it fits for your lifestyle. Yes, I agree. So we're going to do a quick recap of what we believe are just some of the benefits. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you our five of the of planning with digital planners. So the first one is the ability to copy and paste from year after year, which is so nice. Um, The ability to link to other files or websites, um, it will reduce clutter and you can access it from anywhere. And then the final one is that it is more customizable. We would love for you to check out our website if you want to purchase a digital planner. You can go to teachingonthedouble.com. You can either click on store at the top or if you just add slash store to the end of that URL, it will take you directly there. Again, these planners are going to be 20% off for the first two weeks of May. So if you want to grab it at that discounted rate, now is your time. While you are there on our website, you can also submit a time-sucking hurdle. Maybe you want to tell us all about how paper planning was just wasting so much of your time, but because you listened to this episode, it is no longer a TSH. We would love to hear that. (laughs) Also, subscribe to the podcast. It doesn't cost anything. It's just a way for you to tell your podcast app, hey, I really like this podcast. So every time they drop a new episode, could you like 
download it for me, that would be awesome. Okay, thanks. And then that way, every time a new episode releases on Thursday mornings, you will be notified. You will have it ready to go to listen to. And if you do listen to us through Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Literally, we check them all the time and read them and they bring huge smiles to our faces. So thank you for that. And until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.